Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, we just finished the uh, Shortsicle from Shorts Brewing. Excellent brew. Go check it out. If you haven't seen the video, go check that out. Uh, very high scores. What are you doing to the TV, Chris? Oh, my God. Chris is new to electronics. Chris and, is extremely new to electronics. Keep going. And, uh, but anyway... Uh, so yeah, today we actually have a topic to talk about. We're not just gonna ramble. We're not just rambling. I mean, and uh, hold on. First of all, we would like to apologize for last week. If I don't you, apologize if, for anything. If you've heard it, and uh, when you've been married for as long as Chris and I, Chris and I have, and uh, you know, <laughs> we're. <laughs> Guys, Chris, I am looking. Whether you like it or not, we're in a relationship. We've known each other since middle school. Guys, I we're am pretty much married. As Beyonce common, said. Common as, law, we are married. Beyonce said, if you like it, you better put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. But common law. Look at that. There's no ring. I'm, I'm putting it out. Com- common law. Remind me never to show my fingernails again, guys. It's ugly. <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing this is a podcast. I can't see it. Yeah. But, uh. Common law, we are married. So, you know, arguments are bound to happen. We're just going to yeah. leave it at that. And uh, Chris is a bitch and uses laser guns in fucking Paul <laughs> <Hey. laughs> You don't want to start this time. Anyway, we're going to get into it about uh, the newest drama in baseball. And uh, yeah. tell me his name. I keep his name forgetting. Is Fernando Titus or Titus Jr. Yes. And so, uh, if you don't know, Fernando he plays for the San Diego Padres. Yes, Fernando Titus Jr. Uh, just recently swung on a uh, 3-0 pitch, and in the eighth, bottom of the eighth inning, bottom of the eighth inning, his team was up by seven runs. Yeah. Swung on a 3-0 pitch. Bases were loaded because the pitcher is an incompetent fucking walked three batters, and uh, Fernando Titus Jr. hit a grand slam. Putting their team up by even more runs, and four. Uh, by four more, more runs. runs, so made it uh, eleven. What was it when he hit the grand slam? Eleven ten or three. ten? Ten to three when he hit the grand slam. So it, fourteen mm-hmm. to three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he broke the unwritten rule of uh, if a pitcher gives you a three zero count, you you're supposed swing. to you're supposed to let him throw. One or two strikes, let him get that count a little bit better, and uh, obviously he didn't. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. Uh, so he swung on the three zero, hit a grand slam, and uh, yeah, his team was mad at him. Well, his manager was mad at him. The uh, he was playing the Rangers, correct? He was, yes. Yep, playing the Rangers. The Rangers were pissed at him, and he actually made an, an apology in the uh, press conference press conference um yeah so uh before i get into it because you kind of know what i stand on it tell me about it tell me tell me your thoughts on fernando titus jr swinging on three i slamming just that beautiful fucking home run i hitting wanna, that grand slam. i want to point out one thing you, you guys as we all know because anyone that listens to this podcast is a hardcore White Sox fan because the White Sox are the number one team. But 
Who won today, by the way? Cubs and White Sox. I don't remember. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Let check. me go check. Who won yesterday? I don't know. Uh, it was the White Sox. 10-1. Okay. Honestly, I don't follow um, baseball as closely. I probably should. Yeah. You, well, it's just because you know your Cubs suck. Well, you know. Um. Oh they, no. They won the most recent World Series, so I don't care. Okay. Well, you know. Again, that was five or four years ago. So. I don't. I don't give. I don't care. It's not I, the most recent World Series, but I don't care. Um. The White Sox hit a bunch of homers off the Cubs. Yeah. And the final score. Who fills their stadiums every year? Well, no one's filling their stadiums right now. Well, so. not right now. That's but a good you question know. for you. But you says, who says these who has filled now. their stadiums before the pandemic? The Cubs. Who Both. won today 7-4? to four? Probably the White Sox. Cause yeah. Because the, the Cubs fucking suck. But I am a, I'm a Cubs fan. I will defend the Cubs. It's okay, you know. But you uh, guys, you guys have to always live on four years ago. Yeah, exactly. But uh, or a hundred and uh, what was it? Eight years ago before they won. Eight years before 2016. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry, Cubs. I love you. Chris hates you. I Chris love you. Chris does hate you. I love the Cubs. But uh, I do got to give it. To as the you Cubs can tell, I, I wear a Cubs hat in some of the videos. I haven't worn my Cubs hat in a while. The the Cubs but, do uh, have a better record this year than the White Sox. Um, there's only by one game. They're fucking cooler. They got a cooler name. I mean, the Cubs. The Cubs. It's a bear cub. Okay. The Cubs, and it has a little bear on their logo. You know what a mother How? bear does to How? her cubs? You know what a mother did. Who gives a fuck about How? White Sox? Who gives a fuck about White Sox? Well, Nobody cares. You don't care because I don't you're not give wearing a fuck any socks Because right I'm now. not wearing any socks. And you're wearing black socks today. And you know what the White Sox old name used to be? Black Sox. Thank the, you. The bitches. That's what their name used to be. Anyway. No, we're not okay. talking about We're not the, getting into We're not talking about the Cubs from 1909 until 2015. <laughs> 16, buddy. Well, 2016 is the year they won it, and 2000 or 1908 is the year they won it. So let's talk about this. Let's just let's just ask one question to you, Tyler. What team prior to uh, 2016 had not been in a World Series since 1947? Yes, I understand that, it's but okay. the Cubs have a better name or than the White Sox. Who do we blame? Who gets a, who wears White Sox anymore? I do. Honestly. I, I frequent You're a fucking White faggot. But <laughs> I, you know, I want to also bring... Apologies for the harsh watch, language. You got to watch that F word because Tom Brennan, the Reds, since we're talking about baseball, the Reds announcer just got uh, suspended because he well, used that F word. Good thing I'm not, not an announcer and good thing this is not a podcast about political correctness. But because we are... Don't let Chris fool you. He's a very politically incorrect person. Chris is never. Chris is always politically correct. He is a very he politically always. incorrect person. He just does it in such a professional way <laughs> because he went to law school and you just don't know that he's being politically incorrect. What are he, you talking he about? He mind fucks you and you're just like, okay, maybe he has a point. But no, I'm just harsh. Oh my God, guys. I'm not going to throw out some more shit. I can say... There are only two genders. Fucking bullshit. How do we uh, get? How do we get from Fernando to 
Titus Jr. to this. I don't know. How did we go from Fernandez Titus Jr. to you being 100% wrong? That's okay. my question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's bring it back, Chris. Let's bring it back. Uh, let's bring it back to... Fernando Titus Jr. Oh, I thought we were bringing it back to 1908 when yeah. the Cubs yeah. won a World Series. Won a World Series and then, you know... You know. And it then took him another 108 108 years to win another. You know. Yes. Okay. My great grandmother wouldn't have loved to see the Cubs win the World Series, but unfortunately, she only lived to be 98. So, <laughs> uh, tough loss for she was, her. She was only a few years off. Yeah, she was. Uh, it was a tough one for her. Okay. Okay. Let's get back into it. Otherwise, we're just going to yell and argue, and this is going to be. Oh, we don't argue. We just. I just tell you the correct answer, and you just tell me. Some, you know, not, not Nazi, some non-truth. Some Nazi, some Nazi truth. I was going to say some notch, non-truth, <laughs> but it kind of came out as Nazi. It came truth. out as Nazi. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's get back to uh, Fernando Titus Jr. So like I said in the beginning, throwing up, he's, he swung on the 3-0 pitch, hit a grand slam. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me my thoughts. Fernando Titus Jr., one, great player. He was uh, drafted by the Chicago White Sox, mm-hmm. is why we got onto the White Sox. Uh, drafted by the Chicago White Sox and then traded to the San Diego Padres for a man named James Shields. Mm-hmm. You guys are my, you guys, if, since we're all Sox fans here, you guys might remember James Shields as the guy that did absolutely nothing for the White Sox. <laughs> um,. And went most of his White Sox career with us, going about nine and eighteen, mm. win to loss record. Not a good, and not so, a good record. Let me tell you, it uh, it was not a good trade that the White Sox made. But I think Fernando Fernando Titus Jr. He he's a guy that all last year showed that baseball could be fun. This gen- new generation that's coming into baseball. Shows that, you know, baseball could be fun, you know. And, you know, you get Titus Jr. dancing around in the dugout. Every time he hits a home run, he has a special handshake that he does with people. So I I enjoy watching him hit home runs. Do I think that he was in the wrong for swinging at a 3-0 pitch in the bottom of the eighth inning? Yeah, he should know better. But I'm not going to get upset at him. I'm not going to get upset at him. He just, you know... There's no reason to be swinging at a 3-0 pitch because you're taught in the minor leagues, you're taught in the little leagues, in the high school leagues, in the amateur leagues, in the minor leagues, and into the major leagues that you wait until the pitcher throws the strike before you swing. Okay. You never, you shouldn't swing at a first pitch because most often you're going to get out. It's just a huge risk that he's taking with bases loaded. I I understand that they're up seven. Uh, but I I think it's an iffy call that you're told you're you're always told that you shouldn't be making. But he's he's a lovable player, so I don't I don't think he should be getting. I don't think he should be getting the hate that he got from mm-hmm. the fellow league. But he should know better not to be swinging. At a 3-0 pitch, bases loaded in the bottom of the eighth inning. Just allow yourself to walk. Okay. But here's my question. 
here's here's a question that I didn't ask you. Do you think? Do you remember who's pitching? Who who pitched? Uh, Ricky. Ricky Salado, or uh, I, I believe it was Ricky Salado. I, I don't remember his last name. It's something with an S. Okay. Salacio. Something. S- something like that. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, so I butchered his name. He walked three batters. Okay. Okay. Because bases were loaded, he walked them. Did he walk off? Three? Oh no! Wait, didn't he hit one? I think he. I don't remember how the first guy got in, and then he walked the next two, I thought. Okay. I don't remember. So, so he hit one, most likely, and then walked the next two. Yes. Okay. So do you think he would have walked Fernando Titus Jr.? Yes. Okay. So what position does that put your team in? If you're walking with bases Rangers loaded. Or for the Pirates. For the, for the Rangers. Okay. Because... He walked, we'll just say he walked three batters, okay? okay? Bases are loaded. doesn't matter if you hit one and they had to take a base. You walk the next guy, the bases are loaded. He's going to score a run, irregardless if you walk him. The, yeah. the Padres are going to score a run. Yes. Okay? So, I guess my point is, like, you think he would have walked him. Unintentionally or or intentionally. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand the logic of walking intentionally with bases loaded. There, there really isn't. I mean, it's I mean, just it's just a guaranteed home. Unless, unless you like, try to throw a fastball and it just yeah, it just curves down on you and it just comes yeah. out the wrong way. I just I don't understand that. But uh, so you okay. Here's the thing that gets me so fired up about this, as I told you earlier. And I'm excited to just debunk it. As I told you earlier, this guy walked three fucking batters. This guy couldn't get his shit together yeah. in three fucking batters. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's a management management thing. Maybe the management should have pulled him out the second batter he walked. Because it's the bottom of the eighth. Who knows? He could be tired. And I'm. let's be honest. I'm not knocking the pitcher. Yeah. I'm not knocking the pitcher. He might have been tired. Maybe his arm just wasn't what it was when he started. The manager could have fucking walked up and said, hey, listen, you walk two batters. We're down seven runs. Listen, I'm going to pull this guy in. Good effort out there. Boom. Pat on the ass. Get in the dugout. And next guy comes up. Next guy comes in. He could have striked. Yeah. He could have striked him out. But no, they decided to keep him in. He threw three, if you've seen the videos, three shitty fucking pitches. Uh, the second pitch wasn't a bad pitch. Titus almost swung at it. He almost swung at it, but he didn't. Which, you know, shitty pitch. Regardless. So, threw three, okay, we'll say threw three balls. Yes. Okay? Three balls. Fucking yes. not in the strike zone. I mean, do you do you really expect this is Fernando Titus Jr. He's a young kid. At the time before the Grand Slam, he was what at ten home runs in the season. Yes, tied with the league leader Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah, he wants to beat Mike Trout. Listen, this is a game of competitiveness. Yeah, 
Okay? You want to be the best. I have... And Chris says, you know, it's a little bit... You know, he broke the unwritten rule. Whatever. Like I saw a Twitter post. A Twitter post. I don't follow the unwritten rules. Because they're not a fucking rule. Yeah. They're not a rule. He swung at the 3-0 pitch. And he slammed it out of the park. He's getting... He's doing what he gets paid to do. You know, here's the problem. People say... He's paid to be a smart player. Why don't people... Why don't these sports players do what they get paid to do? Okay? That's a common argument. And when you you talk to people... Okay. Who say, okay, they're getting paid X amount of dollars, millions, usually. Yeah. A year. Okay. And I'm sure Fernando Titus Jr. is getting... I don't know, millions a year. Not as many millions as he should be getting. That's Not possible. as many millions as he should be getting. Because I think he's probably, still on his rookie contract. Is he? But he's he's still getting paid a pretty fucking penny a year. Yeah. Okay. He loves, you could tell he loves the game. Right? He grew up with the game. He his grew dad up was with a the player game. in the major leagues. He loves it. You could, you could even tell just when he hits a home run, the way he celebrates. He he absolutely loves the game. He loves running around the bases. He loves celebrating with his team. I don't know, man. I just feel like... I feel like that unwritten rule is bullshit. If a pitcher can't get his shit together in three pitches... Or not even three pitches. If the pitcher can't get his shit together in... What was it? Two batters in the... For what? Yeah. In the, in the bottom pitches. of the eighth, you should pull them. Yeah. That's a management problem. That's not Fernando's problem. Yeah. That is not Fernando's problem. That's Wayward's problem. The That's Wayward's problem. Yeah. That is Wayward's problem. He should have pulled them. The I would say he should have pulled them the minute he walked a batter in the bottom of but, the fucking eighth. But. But. And I'm just saying this. There's also an unwritten rule. When your team is down seven... You don't pull your pitcher unless if he makes a huge mistake. And walking two batters is not a huge mistake because you can get out of it without any damage. So there's that unwritten rule in which you allow the pitcher to, if you're losing already, to get out of his own situation. Okay. And then you have Titus Jr. who has the unwritten rule in which he does uh, that you don't as a as an intelligent player you don't swing at a 3-0 pitch unless your team is losing in any aspect even if your team's tied and its base is loaded you don't swing at a 3-0 pitch because you don't want to there's too much risk at, at there's too much at risk to be swinging at the pitch unless if you know so he should be a smarter player than swinging at a 3-0 pitch, even down or up seven. Okay. How many times have the Rangers swung at a 3-0 pitch when they're winning? I, You know, I don't have that statistic in Exactly. Exactly. So, every team fucking does it. Not every team does it, though. I guarantee you every, every team, team does yes, it. Yes, no, every team does do it. But those players are not... Um, they could be doing it, but... It's the Fernando Titus Jr. situation is so rare because not often does it happen 
and end up being a grand slam and just piling on runs. Okay. Because now you're seen as piling on runs because now you're up to 14 points. There's this thing in Little League called the slaughter rule. Yeah. And now you can't have the slaughter rule in the major leagues because that's embarrassing. So you kind of have this unwritten rule about, hey, there's a slaughter rule going on. Be polite. Okay. But let me tell you this. Or let me ask you this. Now let me tell you this. Should there be um, kind of an unwritten, or sh- I don't know. Should you be polite in the major leagues? Let me just ask you that. Let me. Should you be yes. polite in the major leagues? Why? Because there's a whole city's ego at a, at on the bat. Who gives a fuck? Who gives? Who a f- gives a fuck? Who Dude, gives an effort? Who gives a fuck? Honestly, <laughs> this people, is the podcast. You can say fuck. There is people <laughs> that care frequently, Dude. because they know that if you know, like, if your Cubs get blown out by the White Sox, it hurts. You're like, yes. wow. Like, my Cubs But you know what? So you don't want to complete, like, you don't want the game to end. If if the game is going into the seventh inning and it's, you know, eight to one, you know your team's going to lose because there's such a little chance, unless if you're the Washington Nationals, to win the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing against the Washington Nationals. They, you know, they win most of their games towards the end. Bryce, of the Harper's, got, Bryce Harper's got great hair. I mean. He's on the Phillies. Well, he was on. The he Nationals. was on the national. So yeah, you're right. Uh, so we're gonna go we gotta Chris, give respect. We're gonna go with uh, Trey Turner. Has got just a cute baby face. Um, <laughs> They're a good looking team. Let's They're, let's just put it that way. Yeah, They're a good looking team. team. Um, Victor Robles, hit me up. No, <laughs> um, just kidding, man. Um, but honestly, like, do you see that same emotion? The same emotion of. But you you see that in every sport. You don't. Yeah. In but, this 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 transfer to football. Okay. Okay. This transfer to football. Another sport. Mean you are passionate about. Okay. Okay. If your team is up fifty six seven, which is about the same as being up seven runs. Okay. Yeah. You know, instead of being up, you know, you're up five touchdowns. You're not. You know, you don't have. You don't have Mitchell Trubisky. Throwing hail marys to score more touchdowns against the you know the Lions because I know that you know the Packers would never be down that low. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. um, if you haven't noticed, uh, Tyler Bears fan, Chris Packers fan, we are completely <laughs> we do not see eye to eye on sports. Uh, we see eye to eye on many things, just not sports. God bless. God bless your soul. Uh, it's because I'm right on sports. Yeah. Um, but um, but dude, no, like, so you don't have Trubisky throwing hail marys in you know the fourth quarter well, or even towards the third in the third quarter. Because I'm gonna say this, uh, Trubisky. Okay. Eh. You don't have Aaron. But. You don't have Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. A guy you can't say is uh, because well, I mean, he's no doubt Hall of Famer. Well, I mean now you know he's had what two broken two times he broke his collarbone, and he's still and, uh, better than he most is still the, better than fucking Trubisky, better than most of <laughs> the quarterbacks in the league. But you don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing up fifty six seven one because the Packers are never up that much. But two, um, you don't have him throwing touchdowns. Well, no, I mean. 
and throwing deep passes to you know Devonte Adams. Here's the thing. No, they throw short and intermediate routes, or they give it to Aaron Jones to run the timeout. Cause, and so we're relating it back to baseball. You just kind of want to end the game. You don't want to just you allow the pitcher to throw the pitches, and either you walk or you swing and try to you know not you you're not trying to get out, but you're just trying to progress well, the game to go faster. Here's the thing. Because it's already a blowout. This is the point I'm making. Um, because you'd see the exact same thing if you know Aaron Rodgers was throwing touchdowns late in the fourth quarter. You'd be well, like, well, what is he doing? This you know the game's already over. The thing is, when I watch sports, the thing is feelings and and emotions like that, like getting butt hurt about. Whatever, Aaron Rodgers throwing a touchdown when it's 56-7 or the Blackhawks scoring another goal when they're up. When they're up 6. When they're up 6-1. to one. Or even vice versa. If it's if the Blackhawks are playing the St. Louis Blues, Blues which is, you know, obviously a team I hate because, you know, it's St. Louis. Um, just because they're St. Louis. No, but, you know, St. Blues, Blues, I haven't really followed them this year, but last year they were actually pretty good. Yeah. They are doing pretty good. Um, or even Detroit, the, the Red Wings. You know, if they even even if the Red Wings were up on the Blackhawks, uh, let's see, we'll just say 6-1, to one, and they scored another goal for the seventh, whatever, they're just being competitive. Yeah, I might get pissed off. Yeah, you're gonna get upset at that. But you know, if they throw, you know, the if they pass the puck to the guy who's had two goals in the game, he's looking for his hat trick. Okay, you know what? He got his hat trick. He's boosting his stats. He's making himself more valuable just in case the Red Wings trade him to a different team. He's more he's more of a valuable player. The thing is, I don't think what people understand about sports. It's not just a sport. These. It's these people's careers, okay? What Fernando, yeah, what Fernando already, Titus already, Jr. did. We already see these. Most people already see these athletes as greedy people because they're accepting, you know, three hundred and fifty million dollars to play a game of baseball. Well, that's what they fucking offer. They can't. The players can't help that. That's what they. It's offer. not what they're offering. It's what they demand. You know, Bryce Harper's demanding. To be paid okay. three hundred million dollars a year, or three hundred million dollars, a three hundred million dollar contract from the Nationals, and when the Nationals don't give it to him, he goes, "Fine, I'm going to the Phillies." Yeah, okay. Who will offer? I it. get that. I get that. You get, but you know, you get these you get these athletes who demand this money, and so you already have, you know, or you have someone that is hated upon frequently who demanded way too much money for his talent, I'll just say, in Colin Kaepernick. That dude's a and um, he he demanded so much money and he was I mean he was offered money, but you're getting paid you there's no reason that him being a backup quarterback, which was what he was being offered, should be paid more than eleven million dollars. But I think there was a report that came out that he wanted eighteen million to be a backup quarterback. You can't. Okay. Most teams can't afford that. Okay, I don't follow. But that much to do. So there's 
there's this already hatred for these players because they demand the the general but, public de- th- believes that they demand so much money. I understand that a lot of them is because you know Aaron Rodgers is paid thirty five million dollars a year because he's one of the best. It's not that he demanded thirty five million dollars. It's just the league average that oh hey he should he's be worth this. He's yeah. worth this amount of money. I understand that that's how that is, but that's not how the average Joe sees it. Okay, yeah. And so but, then the average Joe sees Fernando Titus Jr. just trying to boost his stats because, you know, in two years he's going to get a contract and he's going to try to get $400 million. But, when he, you know, in order to, you know, to play baseball, all you really need is $150 million at most. Yeah. But you know what? But these Here's owners the- are also... Okay, owners are completely fucking different story. Uh, the thing is, like we watched. Uh, shout out to uh, John Boy. I've been watching him a lot. Uh, yeah, actually, I've been I watched a lot of his videos lately, and uh, he kind of said it perfectly when the Texas Rangers manager was getting butt hurt about him swinging on a three zero. His team has done that fucking plenty, plenty of times. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the thing is, okay, cover your ears. Cause I'm, I'm going to get uh, politically incorrect here. Keep your safe space bullshit out of fucking sports. I'm sorry. But keep your safe space I'll have bullshit. I'll to listen to this to figure out what he said because I did not listen. Yeah. Ears covered. Keep, keep your safe space bullshit out of sports. The whole idea of sports, it's competitive, it's to be the best. In the major leagues. Okay. Yeah. I get in the little leagues, you know, you're you're trying to enjoy the game. Yeah. In the little... Like, when me and you were playing baseball, we were enjoying the game. We were learning. I mean, I feel like we, we learned about about being com- just teaching Not even baseball, just being competitive. Social interaction. Yeah, right. Kind of, you know... I'm not talking about little leagues. I'm talking about the major leagues where you're getting paid, like you said... Thousands to millions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. The game is be competitive and be the fucking best. And that I feel like that's what Fernando Titus Jr. is trying to be. He's trying to be the best in baseball. He's trying to be the best. He passed up Mike fucking Trout. In home runs. Yeah. He passed up Mike fucking Trout in home runs. He's trying to be the best. And that's what you should do. That's what you get paid for, I feel. You get paid for to be the best. You get paid to win games for your team. Not that the Padres weren't already going to win that game. <laughs> because it was, what, 10-3? to 10-3. It was 10-3. to three. Not that they weren't already going to win it. I understand that. But he's just... The way I see it, he was getting paid. He was doing what he gets paid to do. And he just... He's a young kid. He's young. Yeah. I mean, how old is he? Do you know offhand? I think he's like about 23. He's in his 20s. I think he's in his early 20s. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. Put yourself in his position at 23. What were you doing at 23? Um, was, I, was that the year I just had graduated college? I don't know. Possibly. But you know what? Put yourself in the major leagues at 23. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of pressure on you at that age. Pressure? 
you got the money. You got money. They're paying you good money. Yeah. Especially at 23. You have pressure to feel on you to be the best. I mean, just imagine what he's going through. But he, it's not like he's a player that's foreign to baseball. No, he, he I'm not saying that. In, I'm not saying he didn't grow up in the game. So he should know that he should know he should have a better understanding of how baseball works. But that you know you don't swing at a three zero pitch. Understand also this: when his dad was playing baseball, how many times did they three swing at a three zero pitch? None. That's bullshit. Not when their team was losing. Because that's back bullshit. in the early eight or back in the late eighties, early nineties, which is when I think his dad was playing. Maybe it was the late nineties. Uh, to show how old we are. Yeah. Um, right. There wasn't like you were going through a steroid phase of baseball oh, yeah. in which I mean, guys people, were just slamming homers. Guys were right. either slamming homers, so you had a really low walk rate. So when it was a three oh count you didn't swing because I mean there's video games that um, there's video games from the early 2000s in which you could select and deselect I can't think of the video game's name right now so don't ask Um, I can tell by your eyes you want to ask I can't think of it. I do want to ask, and I want to punch you in the face at all. Uh, there's there, exactly the same time. There's where it's automatic. Like if they goes to a three zero count, it's an automatic walk. So okay, because you're you know or you know, it's you're decisive. There's I I can't I think it was like a high heater game. I think that's what the game was called, and the three zero count pitch was. It always came out to be like a decisive pitch, and you weren't you were allowed to swing at it if your team was losing. But if your team was winning, you could it, not. Like, it was an it, automatic it strike. Would automatically, either walk you or sh- give it a strike. However, you know the compute or however the opponent was throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, so so let me ask you this: Baseball is an old sport. Two thousand two was when that I think that game came out. So, baseball is an old sport. It is. So when eighteen eighty ish, I think is yeah. When, so when the full, first formal game or teams came apart. So so let me say this: You think the unwritten rule is to protect uh, the other team from losing? It's it's kind of a two part question. So let me ask you this part first. I'll let so you do you think both questions? Do you think I answer both? Do you think the unwritten rule is to, of not swinging on the three zero pitch and taking a strike? Do you think that is to protect the other team from losing, or do you think it's to protect the other team from just getting their feelings hurt? Because honestly. With this Fernando Titus Jr. I guess fiasco, it seems like every or the Rangers are just pissed off because they were losing, and their pitcher's an incompetent fuck who threw three three balls what to I a think, young player who was making his way 
in the baseball game. Making his way downtown. Making his way downtown. Fucking. Moving fast. He was one home run away. Home run away. From beating Mike Trout. And he threw a fucking perfect pitch to him. Here's what I think. I think that the Unruh Rules have uh, nothing. Have purely the way to protect the opposing team, the losing team, from kind of getting upset. But... The more unwritten rule is to help sculpt the young players into being competent, progressive players so then they can teach the younger generation. That you don't swing whenever you, you, know, you want to. That you be patient. To teach, you know, better pr- patience. To teach, you know, these, these rules that you don't really know how to put into words. Until you have to put them in words. But until you really don't know how to put them in words. So then you can be like, well, you know, back when Hank Aaron was playing, Hmm. he didn't swing at 3-0 pitches. Because he knew he had enough plate awareness to know that if he's throwing three balls straight, he's probably the fourth pitch is not going to be a strike. So I would rather walk than risk swinging at a ball and grounding to into an, a double play, grounding or into a triple out play, or whatever, or you know, giving him that confidence of swinging at a ball and then him thinking, well, I can throw balls, and he's going to swing at them. Okay, if I throw him just enough where it's kind of close to the strike zone. So that's what I think the unran rule. More applies to is to try to teach the younger players and the older players, but more the younger players that hey, this is you know, like we're trying to teach you to be diligent players and not you know, not mess your team, Um, not mess the winning team up, yeah. Um, and also teach them uh, sportsmanship, you know, you don't want to, but do you really think that applies to sportsmanship? Swinging at a three or pitch. Yeah, I think it does because I think that there's a level of kind of rubbing it in your opponent's face that you know. Well, you see that in. I know we brought up football, but you see that in football all the time. You don't. You see that in hockey all the time. Yeah, them shooting on the empty net. Yeah. True, but I think that it's not like they're. It's not like they do breakaways to the empty net. I mean, they there's, don't. There's plenty of breakaways to the empty net, my friend. Plenty of breakaways to the empty net. It's not like they go even and... with. So if you don't know in hockey, if you if you pull the goalie for an empty net, you get a you get a sixth attacker. So you get an extra guy on the ice. There's been plenty of times where the other team has just fucked it up, shot the puck against the boards, and it just ends up being a breakaway empty net. So I guess you could kind of translate that into a seven-run lead into baseball. I don't think so. And I'm going to explain to you why. Explain it to me, my friend. Because 
the the slab shots onto the boards from the team that has the empty net is kind of a... It's an attempt to get it in the goal. It's an attempt to get it in the goal, but an incompetent attempt to get it in the goal. And I would argue that three balls to a fucking player like Fernando Tice Jr. But there's a lot more control. Is there's a lot more control. Is an incompetent attempt to strike somebody out. I think that there's a lot more control in these professional hockey players holding and shooting a puck over a a pitcher throwing strikes. I mean... Okay. So there's a lot more control over over these players playing hockey and slap-shotting it over and then having it go around the court into a possible offsides. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Chris just made this face like he was like, I don't know what I just said, but I hope it's I know what, I, know I hope I it's s- right. No, I, 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 I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I made the face because, like, I knew, I know what I said, and I realized as I said it that it's not right. <laughs> it's not I mean, right. like, it's kind of right. I mean, like, but it's not right. Here's the thing. Um, a slap shot, yeah, you can throw it towards the net, but once that puck leaves your stick, it can, so... it can go over the net, it can go, it can go right in the net, it can go left in the net, it can hit a player and deflect off. True. Which happens a lot. And so there... But I think that there's the... I think that there's a lot more... I don't know. I think that there's a lot more components in protecting against the slap shot to open net opportunity rather than the three balls in a row. Okay. Because I think that... If you throw three balls in a row, that's purely on one person. But that's like as if the hockey player missed three open, you know, or not three open shots, three shots just in a row. And they don't have any of their teammates backing and, you know, stopping a puck or trying to, like, play defense and keep it on their side of the uh, ice, not on the court, on the ice. Um, let me, I don't know. Because hockey, hockey is much more of a, I'm going to say this guys and baseball people are not going to like this, but hockey is much more of a team sport than baseball is. Yeah. Because baseball, unlike hockey, in order to progress and score points, you have to, uh, you have to get it into the net and you have to work as a team to to move it forward where in baseball you know you and we've seen it plenty of times if a pitcher is dominant enough he can completely shut out the offense of the other team and it will be a remain or it will remain a tie game because even if his team isn't doing nothing the pitcher can stop a player just enough 
Where in hockey, you can't just have one player just dominate a whole section of the game. And I think that that's I think that that just proves that baseball is much more of an individual sport over a, a team sport. And I don't know. It's I think it's a tough thought because what are your thoughts? You know, it's um I do believe hockey is more of a team sport than baseball because I feel like hockey, the winning of a game, is reliant on a team. Like I was saying. It's the passing between defensemen. It's the passing between uh, forwards. As I was saying. Baseball, it can rely on the batter alone. Or Or even on the the pitcher. pitcher. Or even on the pitcher. There's There's one player in baseball that can define, you know. Define a game, yeah. Clayton Kershaw could just empty out. Or Dallas... uh, Dallas Buell could just not allow any hits, pitch a beautifully pitched game, and the opposing teams can't do anything. Where in hockey, you can't have, you know, Patrick Kane or Sidney Crosby just take over a game. They have to have their teammates play. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, I think that it, your comparison to a slap shot to an open net uh, is comparable to three balls and then a grand slam. I don't think that's comparable because that'd be like it would be like if a shootout, if you just kept missing the shootout shots and then finally, which has happened, the, yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> As a Blackhawks fan, I can I can admit that <laughs> it's happened plenty of times. <laughs> And so I, th- I think that there's just a lot more openings in in that Fernandez Titus Jr. should know better that, hey, maybe I shouldn't be swinging at this Maybe I should just take a strike. I should just take this strike. And then swing at the next one. And if swing it's at a strike. the next one. Or allow myself to walk and not just pile on runs. Because the final score of that game was 14-4. to four. Yeah. So, you know, the Rangers scored one more point after, you know, in in the night, so that really, you know, doesn't do anything or help anything. Okay. Ah, uh, damn, this was a good one. But I want to I want to finish this statement by purely saying that I think Fernandez Titus Jr. was in the right of doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, most that, definitely. You know, I don't want you guys to leave this podcast thinking, "Wow, Chris is really opposed to Fernandez." I think that he, you know, he's having the fun of the game. Yeah. He should be okay. He's being be competitive. Okay. Yeah, he should be okay. He wants to be the best. I just wanted yes. to ruffle Tyler's flowers. Yeah, of course. As usual. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. So, <laughs> we said a 40-minute podcast. We're going on 50. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's going to be it. Oh, we had a good, we had a good discussion about baseball. Yeah. And, uh, more, more of the unwritten rule. More of the unwritten rule of baseball we had a good discussion about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's definitely. And I think we're both coming out of this podcast knowing a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, wanting to kill each other a little bit more. But, uh, <laughs> a little bit more. I don't think it's knowledge. I think it's just we'll, more hatred. We'll, we'll, we'll say. 
We acknowledge more hatred for each other. We'll say Chris agrees with the unwritten rule. I say the unwritten rule is fucking bullshit. And I say that the Texas Rangers pitcher that pitched to Fernando Tatis Jr. being a pussy. Was a fucking pussy and incompetent fuck for pit, for not getting his shit together. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's going to be it for today. And uh, make sure you check out the beer review. The uh, shorts brewing, the short sickle, the short sickle, delicious uh, beer, guys. Delicious beer. I might have another one after this, even though it's late. So, uh, anyway, stay safe, be safe, and we'll see you guys next week.